All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Old Mood Podcast, episode 46. Right? Yes. This 46. I started labeling it so you guys won't forget any of it. I'm not. I never forgot. I am. I have never forgotten or had to yeah, check yeah, mm-hmm, ever mm-hmm. for any reason. <laughs> um, I am Blue Squadron, uh, one of your hosts, joined as always with Blonde Bear. Hello, it's me, Blonde Bear. I like that's to party. It? I was just, that's it? That's all you got for me this week? Normally, it's just, no. just short and sweet. <laughs> no, I uh, I have completed the LVI. It's done. It's over. It's now done. I'm living at Olin. We still need to get one more thing. Yeah. yeah. I saw literally the other day someone get in my party. So they were they were in my chat talking about how they got it in your party like the other day. Yeah, <laughs> salt spider. But yeah, you know, you catch me at twitch.tv slash blonde bear. I'm kind of living at a lens as much as possible. I've had some internet issues last week though, so kind of oh. waiting for that to settle out before I um really kind of push harder. So, I on. Um, and my boy Jake Coon VT V before the T. V before the T. Hi, my name is Jake Coon. I'm an Awakening Wusamane with 765 Gear Score. I do a lot of end game content such as Olin's Valley of the Dungeons. I'm currently working on debuting a brand new VTuber model. Um, I'm thinking maybe like next week would be kind of expected to be everything by ready. And you can find it over at twitch.tv slash Jake and VT V before the T. Right on. Okay. Yeah, we've had a lot happen this week, so we're just going to kind of jump right mm. into it. War of the Roses. Roses. Did you guys get in? I did not get in, unfortunately. Well, I'll I, get in. I'll get, I have that plus one fail stack, you know, and I can. They knew that you guys level. were PVE losers, so they didn't let you in. It is what it is. It's all right. So take oh, those no. L's. Farming L's. I got in, and I actually had so much fun with it. I actually felt Ooh. like it captured like the idea, the essence of like a war. You felt like you were on, mm-hmm. like a part of something bigger than yourself. You're fighting for the reasons, mm-hmm. right? Cause like you're fighting your way across Kama Sylvia or in our way, I guess in our case, we were fighting our way uh, back to our castle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not the back door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little, little rough, but like it was really cool to like traverse the terrain and like find like, there's little skirmishes and fights going on everywhere. And like, I got to play with people that I just don't ever get to play with uh, in the PVP mm. scene. Like, it was just so cool. You know, like normally if they're on the enemy guild, they're the enemy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how it is in PVP. Um, but in this case, you actually got to play with a lot of players that like, you know, like, like maybe you don't dislike or anything, but like you just get to play with them. They're on your team this time. They're not necessarily in your guild. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, also, it was on its own unique server. Zero lag. Yeah, I yeah, heard that I, I was heard. Yeah. zero <clears throat> lag. So we know if the server can handle 600 people standing in the same spot, doing 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 that, like doing that mm-hmm. stuff, we know that it can handle Siege. Like That was honestly the coolest takeaway for me was that like, Okay, so that if we just put like Node Wars and Siege on like their own servers, Maybe oh, we're it. up huge. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like the a lot of the lag probably just dissipates. Um, obviously, it doesn't go mm-hmm. completely away, but like, it was super playable basically the whole time. Um, there were some bugs with it. Um, obviously, like there was no spawn immunity. 
So it's Show Nation just... So I, I would say that there were two teams. Uh, for those of you that don't understand what War of the Roses is, it's a 300 versus 300 game mode. The first, like, the likes of which we've really never seen in BDO, uh, where you have, like, mm. two regions pitted against each other, and you have two lead guilds. One that leads the Kamasylvian Rangers, and one that leads uh, the Odalita uh, Dark Knights, uh, the good guys, uh, if you will. Um, and, well, actually. and in this case, actually. we had we had literally the epitome of good versus evil. We had Cho Nation versus Ethereum. Uh, except that oh. good got immediately <laughs> obliterated in about 28 minutes. Um, so like it was Cho Nation represented Kama Sylvia in this case, and Ethereum was representing Odalita. And I have to say, it was over pretty quick. They basically ran us down. Um, it, it was brutal. However, I did get a chance to kind of run around and try to take Sanctums. I, they're like PvE Rangers that spawn on like the points. And on God, mm. they are just as frustrating as normal rangers. It's insane. <laughs> like, like I was like, oh my god, this guy's gonna kill me. I'm getting farmed right now. Like, I, it was crazy, bro. And I got to, I got, a, I got a number of kills. We tried to backdoor points. There was an ocean battle going on. You could see that in the harbor. We have lolly pirates show up uh, for our team. Um, Show Nation had a, a very clean backdoor where they just basically backdoored our root node, and then we lost all of our other nodes. Which, honestly, one of my critiques for the game mode is that. Like, okay, yeah, you shouldn't be able to backdoor that node. Backdooring nodes in general, I think, is a cool aspect of the game mode. I like that. I know Choice doesn't like that very much. He's voiced that opinion very clearly. But, like, I think that backdooring nodes is fine. But, like, that home root node is kind of almost too essential. It makes the whole game yeah. mode about, like, it's no longer strategy. There's no strategy involved. It is, can we backdoor that node? Well, right? Are, you, are you behind? <laughs> backdoor that node. Are you ahead? Backdoor that <laughs> node. Right? Um, like it's, that's what it's, it's so good that like, that's what it's all about. So like, I think that if they mm -hmm. took that away, uh, it would be well, better. They did, um, did you see the global lab patch notes? They, um, I have not, I'm going to be reacting to those after oh, this, but like, yeah, no, we can yeah. cover it here. Yeah, no, 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 Just, no, to, just to like cover just a little bit about it. Uh -huh. They literally tripled the HP of that node. So they increased it by 184%, which um almost almost triple of the sanctum okay, one and good. They, uh, they doubled the they they did they increased the sanctums from the closer nodes by about 120 percent so they they've made it a lot tougher to kill <laughs> seems like they don't want that to happen again <laughs> did yeah. you watch the eu the eu um side because that was like a lot more exciting i don't know if you saw the the eu side of how dare of you Roses. how dare you say <laughs> that our side wasn't exciting it was, it was actually so much more exciting because both both Factions were backdooring each other at the same time. Both of them killed the the sanctum one, and every single node was neutralized. It was I did it see was a that. lot closer. Yeah. It was yeah, but you'll notice that like that was because you can backdoor that sanctum node, that's the only strategy, right? It wasn't yeah, it really cool. Like that, yeah. Yes, but like it was it's too good. Like you can't like the it's backdooring good, yeah. the sanctum. Mm -hmm. I don't even think that adding HP helps. We'll see. I like this like one step approach. It's like all right, well we'll buff mm -hmm. it first. So that it's harder to backdoor. Let's see, and we'll see how that works, mm -hmm. right? Um, that's fine. I ultimately think they're just gonna have to remove backdooring from that particular node, but we will see. I like the one step approach. Mm -hmm. What that does is it shows that they're absolutely listening to feedback on this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like 150%. They are they even put out a survey. Like Etsu sent me a survey. He's like, hey, pass this out on your stream. Uh they put it up on the website. Mm -hmm. It was on a like a forum post um mm. and like they, they they wanted feedback on it and like they're making immediate changes to the game mode the game mode is an absolute win 
for PvP. It feels so cool. Um, especially as somebody that like normally I'm I'm associated with my guild, you know, like I'm I got a backup call, I have to go run flags and stuff. Okay, well, for War of the Roses, I can just kind of sign up, show up, and still be like a meaningful part of like the overall, like the overarching guild strategy, right? Um mm -hmm. it was just it was just so so cool to me. Um to basically have that opportunity. So um I will say that like as you go through War of the Roses. Um, like the more nodes you have, the better your like your stats are. So like at the end of it, mm -hmm. in NA, we were not just fighting Cho Nation. We were fighting Cho Nation with like 150 extra AP and then like <laughs> 140 extra DR as if they needed it. You know what right. I mean? Mm. Like it, it yeah. was a little it was a little miserable. Um, and again, like we tried to backdoor their Sanctum node, but just not as successfully. And like I don't know. I feel like the snowball mechanics are just a little bit too strong um, mm. in this case. So, like, I like the idea of a snowball mechanic, but I also don't like it. Um, League of Legends struggled with this for a long time, where, like, like once you get behind, it felt like you just couldn't you couldn't catch up again. Mm. But, like, now they've mm -hmm. kind of stabilized it a little bit more to kind of help, like, with bounty system and all kinds of different stuff in the game. Mm. I think that there should Maybe be a way... Have, like, um... Yeah, to oh, catch back up. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there should be mm. a way to catch back up. Uh, one of the cool strategies I want to try next time, because I did see a lot of Karaks, like, firing at each other in the bay, which I thought was, like, super sick. Oh, the ocean call. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my oh, God. That still looks super cool. But I don't even want to be on a boat. Look, look, I drive in advance with blue mm -hmm. gear. I'm basically sitting on a casting couch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I don't... Yeah, there's no shot. Um, I'm going to be able to do that productively. But... I have a tier 10 unicorn. And what I thought would be cool mm. is if all the T10 unis got together and just like, it's like, all right, guys, we got to go back to our node. And we all started riding through and you have the carrots <laughs> shooting at us and they're blowing horses out of the water. Yes, I said horses. You know what mm. I mean? As we go across the bay, like that would be really cool. You know what I mean? And it's like super possible mm. uh, with this game mode. So like, there's a lot of cool things they could do. And I think that like, I'd like to see more catch-up mechanics if a team gets behind you know i'd like to see more ways for them to to kind of come back i know they implemented a spirit of battle is is kind of in this vein for um node wars yeah, and that's kind of a controversial skill but i feel like they've come a long way uh with balancing it and i think it's in a pretty good spot now um mm -hmm. for sure so like i i would like to it see better catch-up so mechanics for it as well i was gonna mention when you were asked when you were like talking about how a way to prevent backdooring maybe you know how like there's there's the what is it the war of the roses skills like those like faction faction skills uh -huh. maybe there's like a faction skill that it makes sanctum one immune for a moment and then that would give That's... extra time to respond to the back door oh, True. like dota like yeah, in dota like where you can like sanctum, yeah. but you can make immune for a moment yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i like that I, I like that very much um like mm -hmm. i i will say that i wish we still have not gotten a point where like anyone will record what the commander screen looks like so none of us have any idea what the commanders are going through or what it looks like or like what this like half of us don't even know the skills that are available because like we have no idea what the is going on we're just like look at we're just running the, around you know like uh, and laven etsu did like a little recap and it showed like the captain screen i don't know if you saw that yeah but um, i'd but love had, to like, see like a captain skills. that like has actually used mm -hmm. it i love like alec or roots or someone to release a, like just a quick little video it's like hey this is what uh -huh. i this is what it looks like this is what this skill does and like this is what it, mm -hmm. you know like this is what you could do here and i also 
it's like my dream to be the commander, bro. I want to be that guy. Um, like, I think that that is so sick. Mainly because I was a Master League StarCraft II player. I absolutely love that RTS strategy, like micromanaging all your little units and stuff and like trying to win um, is super, super cool to me. Um, and I absolutely love that stuff. So like, I'm hoping that someday I get to be a commander, but in the meantime, I would love it if the commanders would like record their screen so that like, we could see uh, what was going on. Even if it's not a content creator, mm -hmm. if it's like a guild master, you know, like please just like record your POV. You know what I mean? I do think mm -hmm. for what it's worth, I think that Ethereum actually had an amazing setup for it. Um, they had mm -hmm. like, they had like the third, um, was it the third platoon or like the, um, third the third legion? Um, they had the third legion, like, like they tried to invite as many of them as they could to their discord server. And like, we were sitting in call together and we were all just trying to like, listen to the commands that the commander gave us. And then like, they were relaying stuff between comms and stuff. The way they had it set up was actually really cool. Uh, Cho obviously won, uh, and they probably could have done it blindfolded, but like, I do think that Ethereum, um, like for what it's worth, gave it, gave it a good effort. And I love to see that out of guilds. You know what I mean? Like I'd love like mm -hmm. whoever the guild, the ne the next two lead guild, I hope they take it that seriously. Like, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, okay. You mentioned um, Lolly Pirate was doing like ocean stuff. Was uh -huh. there um, any sort of like benefit um, in the ocean like you could do with the, like, was there any like point to <laughs> utilizing your boat? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, you could get, you really... could reach. So you can reach with cannons, you can reach the Sanctum mm -hmm. node. Um, oh, really? okay. so you okay. can legitimately, if you're, if your guild is sieging it or whatever, you can not only convoy people across the, like the, the giant like ocean that they have there, but you mm -hmm. can also re like give them cover fire with the cannon shots. Now the cannon shots, it is uh. uncapped. So the cannon shots don't do a tremendous amount of damage to the people, but they actually uh. do a pretty significant amount of damage to the mobs, um, oh, really? that are trying oh. to defend the node. Um, so like, mm. like that. They definitely have a purpose and it's definitely really cool. Mm -hmm. Like if you're winning the ocean battle, you could probably just put a platoon or two on like Lolly Pirate's boat, like skip across mm -hmm. the top of the water, unload while he covers you, climb up the, the ravine and then try to backdoor Sanctum 1. It's super doable. Mm -hmm. right? what, the, about, what do you think about possibly um, adding like an ocean Sanctum as like another option for taking over the, the um, faction war? I think that that would be really cool. Um, I'm not sure how practical that would necessarily be. Um, perhaps like perhaps it's like an island that you could you have to like ferry people over with your Karak or something. Yeah. Um, that would be really cool. I think it would help make Karaks more impactful. I I didn't actually see yeah. any guild galleys in there, but like I would kind mm -hmm. of expect that for War of the Roses because there's no. Yeah. You're not with your guild, right? You're with other players. Mm -hmm. So, like, sadly, the the guild galley is like new of content as that is, and as cool as it looks, yeah. you really just can't use it. Um, mm -hmm. like in this case. So, like, yeah, I like I feel like they've added so much. What is it? Um, encouragement to do the ocean content and to get a Karak in BDO. Mm -hmm. And other than like sea content, there hasn't been much use for it. Um, in like a because I've always felt like the Karaks were built for like kind of like the pvp combat or for like like ocean pvp in a way obviously like i know that ocean pvp is not like the most um fun in pdo but um maybe this is an opportunity to give it more purpose of having a carrot because right now i feel like you know bartering is the main purpose that's it of man a carrot, not that's your that's your purpose you right <laughs> 
So That's maybe it. this is another way to create that opportunity to incorporate it into PvP. So I think this is the first time we've ever actually seen mm-hmm. a well, second time we've ever actually seen a Carrick be crazy impactful in a large scale oh. PvP contest. And I say crazy impactful. It was there. They participated. But like you could theoretically, if you got like 14 boats, that sanctum is dead. And there is nothing the enemy team can do about that, bro. Like, you're just running the sanctum down. Like, if you own that water, mm-hmm. like, you could basically just run across over and over again. There's nothing the enemy team can do about it. So that's... It, it can be mm-hmm. very, very impactful. I say it's the second time we've seen Carex be that impactful because uh, we see that with Medias Siege, or we used to see this with Medias Siege uh, when the caps were lower. Um, I don't know if you guys know Shy Gamers and, like, um, it was Ants uh, at the time. Uh, his guild ants, they would bring like 13 or 14 carrots. I remember watching the clip on Pistanity of Choice going, what in the holy hell? As he looks at the he looks at the ocean and there's like 13 carrots just sitting in the bay. They would merc in every single merc they had was a carrot person and then they had, <laughs> they had like all the pirates in their guild. And so like they would just, their defense was to literally just have 13 carrots shooting their base all the time. And because of the caps, mm. it worked. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It also, the Carracks also helped if you had the correct sailors on, you can actually reach the first, like the courtyard of the first gate in Medias Siege. Um, and that was really cool too. So we've seen Carracks be impactful in PvP before. I think that's really cool because it gives uh, those combat Carracks like a purpose. You know what I mean? Like you said, mm-hmm. there's really only like, there is bartering. You know what I mean? When it comes to like the ocean, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's not really much else to do. It's like, oh, you can do Crocs. All right, have fun. You know what I mean? Like that silver power is like 200 mil an hour. Woo! Um, it's pretty bad. So like, I I do think that this kind of gives uh, me a reason to go get my valor. Um, although I'm actually curious mm-hmm. if I shouldn't just go get um, um the Panox Sun. Yeah. So I've been working mm-hmm. on that for a couple months now. I need to keep doing my weeklies for that. But like, um, I think the Panox Sun might actually be kind of good. Uh in this because there's a lot of sitting and firing and since you can have more sailors you can get like that extended range on the cannons you can potentially reach even further uh inland and have an even bigger impact so like i do think that like Mm -hmm. a healthy mix of panok sun with the valor would be really cool Mm -hmm. the realistic dwarven sailors yeah yeah. they increase the um the range if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah exactly um so yeah i mean like i like all right, so are you guys, uh, let me ask, as PvEers who didn't get to participate this time or maybe didn't even apply, uh, but like watched it, are you guys looking at doing this next time? Yeah, yeah I'm probably going to try not make plans. Mm-hmm. All right, bro, because there is PvE <laughs> aspects to it. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> there is PvE aspects to it. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, this this could be your game mode. You know what I mean? Uh, bigger question, which team would you like to fight for? Blonde, I'll start with you. Uh, the winning one. Oh, <laughs> Why even ask, bros? Classic PVE answer. All right, uh, Jaycoon, which team do you want to fight for? Probably Odalita. Odalita. I mean, That's I've spent right. a lot of time in Olin's Valley. I love right. Olin's Valley. I love the region. I, I spend the majority. I've like I've done a lot of uh, Thornwood too. Um, Crypt resting thoughts for my Devil Belt, et cetera, et cetera. So why wouldn't I fight for the region that I that I love spending my time in? Amen, brother. Um, Dark Knight Mommies. Uh, Dark Knight. I was. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like. I obviously. I'm super biased. I want to. I hate Rangers. I love Dark Knights. I um, Rangers. I just hate Rangers. Uh, and I love Dark Knights. Um, 
I, I played Dark Knight for three and a half That's years, <laughs> and it felt really, really cool. And honestly, Odalita is the most beautiful region. Tell me I'm wrong. Of all the regions in BDO, I think it's just the most gorgeous uh, overall. I think the thematic is just story. super cool. And it's got the best music. And it's got the best grind spots. Yeah, story. Yeah, we know. Yeah, game. we know. We know what the story. We know yeah, about the story. story. Yeah, yeah, we know the story. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but like, yeah, no. I, so I'm, I'm all for Odalita. I didn't really care which side I fought for. Um, in this particular time, it was like David versus Goliath. I'm actually hoping that the two lead guilds in the, uh, like next time are like. Obviously, we're probably going to see Cho there. I'm kind of hoping that we see Digi or Corrupt on the other side of it. Um, because like if you get somebody that's really really experienced with the game uh in the driver's seat like soggy or loads uh and then you have you, know, you have a lot of gear right like 100 digital members or 100 corrupt members is gonna be a lot of gear um and yeah. like they're gonna take it super seriously so like i think that the fight would be a lot closer and uh na gets a chance to like mm-hmm. like really feel out the game mode because this last time was kind of just like a trial run uh and i say run because uh-huh. it happened quickly um it is what it is eu's like we said was much uh much much closer uh okay so we'll transition over to our second topic today uh which is actually um the combat i mean not uh combat like the leveling and progression uh Mm -hmm. jay so jay i'll let you kind of um introduce this topic a little bit because you're the one that uh kind of brought it up and i have a lot to add to this so like leveling and Mm -hmm. like leveling up in bdo and like that kind of progression yeah so right now in the current state of bdo like getting to 60 is like super easy now right because we get like thousands of like i feel like you can stack up to like three thousand percent xp nowadays compared to before and so it's just it's it's not even an issue anymore before it was you know in the in the past back in like 2017 2018 there was actually quite an emphasis on leveling up your character like when you got to 58 or 59 you unlocked more abilities more powerful abilities more levels and then there was like you know huge power spikes when you when you got to those levels mm-hmm. nowadays you you kind of just you know get to 60 you unlock your entire kit um which is which is nice if you're you know just trying to try to get the entire kit of a, a new class but um and you know it's one less thing you gotta worry about but uh, it used to be like very special to reach those higher levels and, and before it was like you know 60 64 65 66 now it's just like a flex number um technically you can still flex at 68 69 uh, do we even have a 69? I feel like somebody's really close to 69. But nice. I was thinking it would be like really cool to have some more incentives for it. And it doesn't have to be like power or something. Because, you know, I I found myself not motivated at all to gain XP once I reached 66. I reached 66 back in 2021. So it's been like three years since I last cared about leveling up. Um, And I was like, there's this, there's this idea that it keeps recurring in these podcasts that I keep saying. And I'm going to keep saying it, but... <laughs> Um, cosmetic skill effects is is what I think they should do if they were to add some more incentive. Like let's say you're level 67 or 68 or 69 or whatever, um, you would be able to have, I don't know, like golden lightning for your witch, right? Something to like set you apart from all the witches who who just rolled over because witches OP now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like people would be motivated to grind for XP again. Because right now you just reach 60 and you're you're good for the most part. 62 if you want that last passive, right? But that Another thing is maybe so even skill points. Sick. I feel like skill points too. Also, um, they've kind of reduced it to a point where you just oh yeah, right you, you, yeah. Get a, you would get a thousand mm-hmm. and then you're done. You get the rest of your points going to the weight passive. That's pretty much it. After you after you get that thousand, it's and really maybe lame. that's another opportunity to incorporate like the cosmetic skill effects. You know, 
Um, and again, it's something that really sets you apart. There's this one story. <laughs> I remember, like, the Orzeka armor made me feel so freaking special when I was... I was one of the first people to acquire the set. Because um, mm -hmm. I was, you know, Did one you of the few people who could really yeah. grind. That's... Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I remember yeah. one time... One time I got the armor set, I was flipping my farms, right? And someone ran up to me and asked me, what armor set do I have? And I said to them, La Orzeca, because that's what it's called, yeah. La Orzeca. And you know what they responded back to me with? They oh. responded back to me with, Donde puedo encontrar eso? He thought I was speaking Spanish when I replied, La Orzeca. <laughs> that's how unwell-known that outfit was during that time <laughs> so that's why i felt like super special and i want something like that and blonde bird recently got the lvi too right first yep. on a he's the only one to have it uh, it's unfortunately just a paperweight but you can link it to others and that's cool and that's why he went for it you know <laughs> so i want to have something more more stuff in the game like that something to give me that feeling again and maybe adding something to that character level progression system is a way to do that dude i bro changing like the skill effects like <laughs> like okay on scholar you hit level 65 so you can change your your hammer is now blue or some you know like like you know mm -hmm. you now you can you can you've unlocked the blue gold you know effects or whatever the like you can, yeah. like oh my gosh mm. dude i would be so in for that that would be really really cool kind of hard for them to implement but also not really um they've mm. already changed some spell effects with some um with like have, the yeah. um their outfits, Which right? Like the, the 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 bats, right? On the on the uh, like yeah, on that. Yeah, that one too. The Halloween outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Whoa. Which one were you talking about? Oh well, the shy has a outfit called Twinkle Star, and if you wear the chest, all the shy abilities turn from blue into gold. If you didn't know. I did not know That's that. That's been a thing since literally like five years ago or something. Whatever. Whenever they released that outfit. Well, and it, it changes even the new skills, like the Magnus skill. They even added for the Magnus skill. They even added for all the new skills that they added is. And like, if they can do it for Shy, her entire kit too. Her entire kit was is changed the color just for wearing that chest piece. Wait, that's crazy. And if they can do it for Shy, I feel like they could do it for other classes. Yeah, so they absolutely can code it. They are capable of doing it. Um, and to be honest with you, you're not wrong. To go back to the base of this uh, discussion, it's like, okay, well, what do levels do for you nowadays? And I was talking about this on stream a little bit like yesterday, mm -hmm. I think, or was the day before. Um, like the sense of adventure in the game is kind of declined dramatically. Like, um, where like, you know, you don't know, I don't know, like the, like the sense of your own character's progression. Like you just, yeah. nowadays you hit level 61, you have your thousand skill points and you're done. And like, honestly, level 60 mm -hmm. is, I don't even really need 61. 62, you get like the special attack damage, right? Um, um yeah passive and that's kind of important but like or 62 i can't remember well it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah yeah like it's just it's it's really quick but like after that there's really nothing there and i really don't want it to be stats if they do something with levels i don't mm -hmm. want it to be like oh you get like an extra sheet ap for hitting the no it's mm -hmm. lazy i hate that and it's boring um i would much rather have them be like all right yeah you hit level 66 on this class you now get mm -hmm. the the blue lightning or like the the yellow lightning mm -hmm. effect for which or whatever you know what i mean red lightning like there would be yeah. i don't know something something super cool or you unlock an outfit for your class or like the ability to do a quest line that unlocks mm -hmm. an outfit uh that is specifically for your class that kind of like personalized character customization would give us a reason uh that isn't just gear to get out and mm -hmm. go grind on your class and just enjoy playing the game on that class right mm -hmm. um 
I think that's really cool. And it's a really undertaffed. Uh, I mean, we've said this a million times, right? Like, like there's no emotes uh, in the game that we can actually use over our characters. We have no sprays. Uh, the social actions are kind of awkward and not not very practical to interact with people with too too frequently. Um, like, and then there's not enough like custom outfits that you can just like get for your class or whatever. Uh, there aren't necessarily pearl shop items. I understand that. Like mm -hmm. some people, the argument is gonna be it's about the money. No, I, in this case, I don't feel like they lose a whole lot of money if they're like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. we'll give your class a, it's a unique outfit at sixty eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's not like, many people who's reaching those levels of yeah, and <laughs> dedication they, and time to reach that level. Right? And I promise you, if you're hitting level sixty-eight, they've already sucked the money out of you. Okay, they've like, it's not like they're yeah, yeah <laughs> like it's not like you're losing any money uh, in this case. Uh, Blonde, what's your take on this? Do you feel like leveling up has kind of lost its meaning, or like do you agree with Jay uh, about like the direction they should go with her? Do you have like a different take? Um, how PVPers feel about the deck changes is how I feel about EXP. You had something that worked in the game, you loved it, now it's been taken away, and you're frustrated <laughs> and you want it back. Blonde, um, I'm a PvPer, I love the one-sided deck changes. <laughs> well, for deck-incentivized PvPers, mm. um, it's really frustrating because uh, back in the day, EXP used to be like really valuable. You'd have to hit like 60, 61, 62 when they weren't easy to reach to get... Um, like some Final really really yeah like you needed like mm -hmm. you got really high level skills and they actually did a lot of damage like you'd have yeah. to you know sometimes you sacrifice money to get more exp or vice versa you, you know you would you would choose grind spots back in the day like there was actually an option and versus now there's not really an option back when like Kama Sylvie first came out you had like gyphons you know what i mean like and it was mm -hmm. like the best money and the best exp in the game at the time um, them adding like the AFK dummies and um, like making it so that you don't have to like get EXP like the way you used to um, mm -hmm. has kind of like inherently ruined the, the EXP system. It's really frustrating. Like there's no incentive if you know that like, oh, you know, I'm going to push a bunch of EXP grinding and then someone on a dummy is just mm -hmm. going to catch up. I think that like every time they do a new season or every time like they have all these like random exp events they have the skill time on the weekends so it's not like it's hard to level up anymore and then they also reduced all those skills to like basically get everything at like 59 60 61 at the latest and i think 62 now is the what was 63 skills so people had to get to 63 until they removed that so i think that the reason it's de-incentivized is because pa has inherently de-incentivized it because i mean people complained because they had to grind and i get it like if you play if you want to play every new character and you have to sit there and do the exp grind and you don't have like a million exp scrolls to run through it like i totally understand sometimes it takes a while mm -hmm. to like push through the levels and get all the way back up to 63 so you can at least be optimal um but that's like kind of what ruined it is making it a little too easy to like just hurry up and access and then there's no point like you guys said there's no point going past 62 like what's there's really no point and especially because like i was again exclusively grinding like i was one of the first 50 what no 64s and 65s on north america mm -hmm. like um and i loved grinding for exp but once dummies kind of introduced it kind of just became like pointless because yeah. people that weren't playing the game were able to catch up to you and basically beat you like if i had to work for a day or i had to take a day off or i had to go you know touch grass like basically those people were going to pass you because they could just mm -hmm. I would, I, I would respectfully disagree about dummies having that much of an impact on an EXP grinder. I think that most people, 
that really care about exp are grind like if you grind at like gif and raza for like an hour you are gonna right, outcompete somebody on a dummy that literally yes. is there for 40 hours yes like, that's now is, but but back before they they rechanged uppies and undies and rebuffed all these rates back in the day when they first introduced just call dummies. them uppies and undies get the that's, hell that's what they are <laughs> what are you talking about when they change uppies and undies now sure yeah now it's better but there's still just no incentive right there's no like carrot yeah. on a stick versus before like being exclusive having the symbols above your head now it's like every day that i look at the the growth charts it's like there's a million 66s and i'm like it's never a point it's like a it's not exclusive and b there's just you know the the years of like afk dumbing just de-incentivized me because i legit i loved grinding for exp i chose yeah, that I mean. over everything else to do back in the day but now that it's changed it's probably okay but again there's no again carrot on the stick so it's like yeah they've i guess fixed it or or made it better but it's like too little too it's late like, you know have you guys ever played um diablo 3 because mm -hmm. I remember that yeah, game, sadly, like once you reached max level, you time. had something called, like, Paragon levels. level. Yeah. And maybe maybe a simpler system. It doesn't have to, like, give you power, but, like, something to, like, you know, keep your XP, like, valuable. Because, again, like, right now, there's, there's after a certain point, your XP doesn't, it, it doesn't really matter too much. It's more like a flex thingy. And I remember, I remember Blonde Bear mentioning, like, the carrot on the stick. Like, before the carrot on the stick was power, right? But right. I feel like the carrot on the stick can also be like, like the LVI, right? That's your that was your carrot on the stick for like so long, and yep. so it doesn't have to be a power to be something no. that players can be motivated about. And so I definitely agree. I don't these, think it needs to. Yeah, Perlibus just yeah, misunderstands kind of be, mm -hmm. what motivates players in a lot of cases in MMOs. They're very scared mm -hmm. to introduce content to the game that doesn't directly give you stat increases. Um, mm -hmm. They don't want to just get. They don't feel that players will actually do the content if it's just like cosmetic stuff and in fairness i'm sure that they're trying to base that off of like well we did like the papu and otter stuff and no one liked that yeah it's because <laughs> it sucked man like bro like no one cares but if you gave us like like the ability to get like a custom outfit or custom like effects mm -hmm. for our characters Something i think that the player base mm -hmm. would go so hard on that yeah. content I think that the player base would go so hard. Even if it wasn't like a level up thing, if it was like you need to spend 2,000 skill points and you can change uh -huh. your your skill effects to blue. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I can. I can just simple, just simple color swap change. I imagine like I can imagine some people being motivated just for that simple change because it's about their character. I feel right, like dude. when they make Video it about fashion, your character, bro. you're going to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's what it's about, mind, man. Are you kidding me? I would be <laughs> no. in screenshot mode in slow mo. Think of the thumbnails. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could the do so much. Exactly. I could do the thumbnails, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my point is I could do so much with that, but like, so could so many people enjoy the game for that reason. And it's not just the RPers, the PVPers, I think, cheap among them. They want that, like, mm. big dick, mm -hmm. the, like, like the my skill effect is green like my meteor that i dropped on you was green that's how much bigger my dick is than mm. yours you know what i mean <laughs> well, like, it's like that's ice comet instead it just changes the entire skill effect you're right <laughs> like like, like that would be super cool like people want to flex on other players like that and it's not mm -hmm. just gear that they want to do it with yeah. they want to do it with the cosmetics it's almost a bigger flex if you do it with something that doesn't actually affect the game at all like like the new camp 
Hmm. outfit the 30 bill outfit yeah. man you walk around see him dang that guy spent 30 bill on an outfit that literally gives him <laughs> nothing that's crazy but like you also have more respect for that player because of it right like that's mm. that kind of stuff is a huge win for the game and lots of people would really enjoy it especially since like a big reason that we play this game is to relate to our classes right you play the class that you want to relate to the most um like that you want to vibe with uh the most like that you like the theme on the most and like we want like the more customization on those characters on those classes would be huge you know in rewarding those players is massive one point we didn't really touch on too much i know that jay brought it up is the skill points um particularly skill points are completely useless beyond about a thousand skill points um like i i remember i hit k and i looked at my scholar skill points on na i was like oh my gosh i have 2600 skill points that's crazy wait that doesn't matter like wait nobody cares yeah. I, I, it's, like there's like this weird like oh we need to buff it because players are complaining it takes it takes too long when we want to roll to a new character or a new character comes out and we take so long but like feeding into the complaints of like oh this takes too long to do takes away that like the time you invested is a valuable reward when you reach those goals so now we're at the point where it's been nerfed for so long that it's like none of this means anything it's all pointless it's just it's it's monopoly money well, and points well right? no, i agree with bringing like the the skill points down to a thousand huge w change let's not get this misconstrued like literally being able to take a character to a thousand skill points and being able to play it like everyone else huge w change i did not like having to wait until like i had 1700 skill points before i actually got to experience the class that was dumb However, once you get to like the end game skill points, players that get beyond 2,000, beyond 3,000, beyond 4,000 skill points, you know, just like a crazy amount of skill points, you should reward those players with cosmetics for the class. They don't, mm. it doesn't need to unlock a basic feature of the class. It needs to unlock the bonus features. You know what I mean? The bonus, yeah. Like the extended <laughs> yeah. The version. Content. Yeah, the DLC. You know what I mean? Like that's what we yeah. want. Um, like it doesn't always need to be about the stats. We would totally like, like okay uh now you have an extra 1500 skill points i guarantee you that like some players aren't even gonna take all of their skills they're gonna get the the red skill effects first bro they're gonna be yeah. like that's more important yep. to me than taking my my voltaic pulse like it's just that it's yep. just that simple um yeah i just think I want that red something they can... yeah I think PAC is something they can just sell, right? Like the shy costume and stuff like that. I think that they, like, there was a suggestion I put forth a long time ago when the new Recant came out, and I said this is cool, but there are shop costumes that look cooler than this. This should have like an idle animation. It should have something. And you know what they did? The next costume that got released had an idle animation to buy, but oh, nothing go. else from the old stuff got fixed. So it's like. I, I don't know. There's certain things that, like, it's hard to suggest it because I feel like they're just going to monetize it. So then there's, like, you don't get anything don't for care. the cool points of the ideas. It's just, like, I don't know. I don't it's give just, it too like, much a waste. Of it. I, don't, I don't care. I'll be honest with you. They monetize the Carrick skins. I don't, yeah, I, I mean, don't care. well, they're gonna they're gonna do it to everything. It's just one of those things where it's like they gotta make money I, somehow. I don't really, I don't really uh, care that much. No, but like, true. Well, but, like... but then, but then it gets to the point like, what's the point of having the skill points at all? Why don't we just log into characters and we all just have a family level? Character where all progression. Characters are sixty-six. Yeah, but we don't have that because it, you instantly hit it in the first five hour of gameplay, right? You, you, you have the wait. There. Well, you have the wait passive, and that's what we're talking about here is adding <laughs> more meaning to those skill points. Um, because mm -hmm. it used to be. Blonde was not wrong. I used to log in all the time and be like, am I on the growth, like the, the growth leaderboards? I used to literally hit P. Most players don't even know that this exists anymore. 
I used to hit P, go to rankings, and then I would click on growth and be like, dang, there I am at number 15. You know what I mean? I haven't opened this menu in years, probably, yeah. unless I was looking mm -hmm. for a particular player uh, to make sure that they weren't going to try to kill me on this server. You know what I mean? Like, but mm -hmm. yeah, like I like that, that kind of sense of adventure is gone. And like, yeah, I do think that like over time, you're going to lose that a little bit, but you can just adapt it, right? Like it, those skill points have a use you can reward players for having that that many skill points on a class it's super yeah, dedicating doable. the time yeah because it takes a long time to get those higher skill points they take forever to get once you get past like it what does. is it like 1700 or 1800 is is like the, the the soft cap and then after Correct. that it's like one point per level instead of three per level or something like that yeah and so yeah like it's somewhere in like the 16 to 1700s mm -hmm. um and we used to care about that now nobody cares about that Whatever, yeah. just do an hour of polys. You'll be fine. Just complete your seasonal, do an hour of polys. You'll be fine. Um, and that's totally fine. I think for, like, literally unlocking basic features and skills on the class, that is exactly how it should be. But, like, mm -hmm. when a player gets really dedicated and wants to spend thousands of hours, you should reward them with cosmetics. Um, like, that's what we want anyway. And honestly, while we're at it, an inspect feature. <laughs> I like I have yeah, no idea how BDO has gotten this far without being able to walk up to another player and being able to inspect their gear and their outfit. Know. You know what I mean? Like how can we mm. not do this right now? Absolutely like a very crazy. common feature in like any MMO in the past. It was an inspect feature, you know. And BDO I noticed the video doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah, every I don't know single if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's a good or it's a bad thing, bro. Like we we want to be able to show other players how much time we have wasted in our life on this game. That's what we want. Mm. You know, this, this is the <laughs> yeah. end game. Like that is that's what it's um, about, man. Like, mm -hmm. like we want to brag we need about also it. Also, like a, a counter as well, like an inspect per hour counter. That would be nice. You know, oh. just like standing around with your cool. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Cool cosmetics. Get, yeah, get bro, like yeah. Per hour. <laughs> I would literally my AFK time. I would be farming that number. My AFK time would be spent on like either A, the lewdest outfit that I have, or B, the coolest outfit that I have, RP walking around the major cities. Easy. Yeah. Like new AFK activity, pog. Um, but like even stuff like that, man, we would just absolutely love that stuff. Um, are there any other aspects of our characters nowadays that we feel like just don't mean anything? Like, like meaningful levels of progression on your on, on each character that really don't feel like they do anything after a certain point in time breath strength and health after you hit level oh 30. the fitness levels right yeah yeah the fitness levels are completely useless uh they're a meme um like you hit level 30 and then you can't use the juice anymore for some godforsaken reason um <laughs> and then like you get to level 40 and then like i don't even know if anyone is level 50 i think that there is one level 50 strength player because i'll be honest when i started the game for the first probably six months that i played the game um somebody in my guild it was intrinsic quality there was a dude that on god on the same server every single day he had his backpack on and he was huffing it through calfion <laughs> that dude for like <laughs> eight straight months it was crazy every day 24 hours a day seven days a week that guy was going through Calpheon. <laughs> and then all at once he disappeared. Probably because he realized he did all of that to get two pounds of weight. Um, <laughs> but like, oh, no. 
<laughs> feels bad but like yeah i mean like there's there's probably very few um um over level 50 anything but maybe stamina like i see people breath trading a lot but like even still how much does that even mean not right? much like it really just doesn't mean anything I think it's 10 stamina per level or something like that right yeah i mean like so blonde do you have any suggestions for like what how you would buff it like because like i'm concerned that like if they buff it too much then everyone's gonna think it's critical and then everybody has to go do that um yeah, I almost just feel like it should be added to the adventure log. Like, the mm. fitness Stop. levels, I think for the Stop. inherent original idea for the game, was like, oh, you can work on your character, you can do life skills. It's a, like, life life-skilling progression game. You have, oh, if you eat more food, you gain this. Oh, if you walk around a lot, you get this. And I understand that for the original inherent thought of the game. At this point, they should have them capped at 30, Whatever the stats are at 30, just put them in the adventure log and delete the fitness thing. There's just Blonde. no point. It doesn't serve a purpose. Blonde, place the firearm on the table and step away from the gun before you hurt somebody. I, I just, it, it just really has, it just really does have no purpose. Putting it in the you know adventure I mean? logs? We've talked about this. I hate, well, honestly, you're the one just guy mean, that loves the adventure logs and how much gated stats are actually behind the adventure logs. I'm I've just never saying seen to get rid like, of it. Like, completely remove it from the character screen. There's just no point of it being there. If we're all going to be able to hit 30 in two seconds and then never move past it, they should just pull the stats, put it in, you know, just say fitness adventure log because you logged into the game and just leave it there. And then no, I got it. it. I got it. You ready? I'm just saying that there's no point in even having it be I'm a thing because it. it doesn't get anywhere. Family wide fitness levels. I mean, it, you should have a family Ooh, level, done. and l levels and skill points should basically be a oh, family, family level. Okay. Family-wide fitness level. We're combining life skills. Combine the fitness level too. Um, what like, about combined combat levels? Like all your yeah, all the combat levels and skill points should be like it, it should just. If we're gonna do the, the same thing with Whoa. life skills, what's the Whoa. difference between <laughs> like you log into a new character day one, unless it's a seasonal character, and then once you graduate season, it just pushes all those levels into your main character. It should be separate. But like, I don't understand why it has well, to, if we're just going to combine everything, why it can't just it all be combined? Dude, like, really? I do want individualized character progression. I like the fact that I can brag about how I have multiple level 64 characters or 65 characters. Like, I like that. Like, hey, it shows, hey, I've played this class for a really long time. And people like it, they're like, wow, you're almost level 65 on Scholar? Yeah, because I've been playing it nonstop since it released, whether it's on NA. I'm on an EU grinding on Scholar again. I'll do it think, again. Like, I think but back like, in the day it could have mattered and if they didn't have coupons that let you move that stuff around i i would 100 percent agree but the fact that we could just move everything anyways and what do you do about stuff I, it, it, it it just used to mean something and now it just doesn't really anymore i feel like just because i see so many running around but that's something i pay attention to is like high level people and characters to where it's like i'm like for a long time i was like i was 65 i was 66 i'm like yeah bro no one else out here is like hitting these levels and then like now people are just chilling at those levels and it's like what the heck mm. man it's kind of wild uh yeah i mean like i think the bit one of the biggest things that killed leveling for me was the fact that they allowed um bria to to basically just do whatever <laughs> they wanted for like yeah we know we all know you know you know it i know it we all know it um yeah there's a count on north america that basically uh botted rbf for all intensive purposes they had multiple players playing on the same account but like then it was very obvious that they would go into RBF uh, and they would just attack the wall, right? So they wouldn't get the AFK penalty for going into RBF. They would just like basically 
run into the wall or like like attack the wall attack nothing whatever um for over 24 hours a day seven days a week and like that's obviously not that's not tos right um and like this person the reason that they're doing that is because rbf gave you a percentage of a level and so after a while it actually became the most cost efficient uh exp per hour was to just do rbf once you got to a high enough level and like mm -hmm. this person was just always in rbf griefing their team and like it really demoralized ever i think a lot of the top end grinders uh from trying to go get levels because they just never got removed from the game like that that was just permitted um mainly because they had been banned once uh like this is just the story that i heard about this so i can only speak to what mm -hmm. i heard but they had been banned once and then they proved that it was like other people living in the same house or that it was somehow okay that other people were playing on the account yeah whatever but then like after that it was very clearly a bot program but because they had already been banned once and like relieved of duty once uh Perlibus didn't feel like doing anything to them uh, another time so like it just kept going i'll be honest i haven't heard anything about that account in a long time so it's possible that they either changed family names or maybe they did eventually get uh the ban hammer i'm not sure but like when this was going on it was a serious problem and it really demoralized it. There were posts on Reddit. People were really upset about this. Like people would always be like, oh, Bria, the first one to level 67 or whatever. And everyone was like, yeah, but they're like cheating. So like, who cares, dude? Like, this is like, this is BS, man. Like this should have been handled forever ago. So like, it was, I don't know, it was just really annoying. And it took away from like the actual world first that actually grinded for it and worked for it themselves. Um, mm -hmm. Very frustrating, very frustrating. So. Uh, people are saying their account was either sold uh, or they have a new family name. Yeah, I mean, I don't see a like I don't do RBF very often, so like I can't speak to whether or not that there is an account still doing that in RBF. But like I do know that it was like that for a long time, uh, and it was very very frustrating for a lot of us. So, um, but yeah, as far as um like the levels, skill points, like I think that individualized character progressions. I think unifying like levels on all characters is a step too far. Also, how do you handle sub fifties mm -hmm. would be kind of miserable. Uh, but like, um, unifying that is too far. I think that there should be individual character progression. I think that it should feel mm. like meaningful when you, when you grind on that character and you are level 66, like, Hey, I got, I have the blue, yeah. like you can't implement what Jay wants and then do what blonde bear just suggested. Right. Like if you give people mm. a blue skill effect ones, for hitting yeah. 66, you can't combine all the levels. Cause then it's not unique anymore. Um, yeah, true. So like, yeah, yeah. I I mean, my, my point is that, like, if they're not going to do anything, what's the point of having it separately, right? Like, we don't... There isn't a reason, and they haven't added anything. And it, I would love if they did. That would be so cool. But when, when's that going to happen, you know? I, you, they might, <laughs> I mean, we, like, I feel like, like people have been suggesting that for a long time, and PA is just like, eh, we don't care. So oh, maybe, like, like I, I don't know. Like, I think if we just... We keep suggesting it, not necessarily us, but if the community starts talking about it enough... It gets yeah. recommended enough on the forums. Yeah. The developers see Wait, it look enough. Look at Crystal Presets. Didn't we complain for like exactly. three years for Crystal Presets? We yeah. We got him. We got him, boys. <laughs> we, fought, we got him, boys. It only took three years. Yeah. You know, all you got to do is complain yeah. uh, for years and they will eventually get to oh, you. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll see you guys in three years when we got our cool skill specs. <laughs> yeah, hey, W, when hey, we're all playing Ashes of Creation for the yeah. four days that that's going to exist. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness, bro um okay one last thing that i do want to talk about today and again this is another mm -hmm. pvp topic so i'm not sure how much you guys uh are necessarily going to yeah experts um uh on this but like we got to talk about this new gvg uh 
this new GVG system in the game, the Guild League system, right, is literally the talk of the town in the PvP scene. I haven't... Ooh. There is only... I mean, this is this this blew me away. The feedback that I have gotten on this has blown me out of the water. I thought that this game mode, like honestly, I thought that this game I was like, people are gonna do it a lot at the start, uh, and then that's gonna be it. And that may still be how it goes, but I'll be honest with you, the feedback on the game mode is incredible. People love this game mode. They just, well, they just that's all they want to do. They just want to queue up with their friends because it's like an equalized GVG system. The biggest problem with GVGs in the past were that, okay, well, eventually one side is just going to get zerged. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just really mm-hmm. annoying. Uh, in this case, you have a shot caller. It's like a small scale battle. It's like its own like little metagame um, is evolving mm-hmm. out of it. It's just really, really cool. Um, and players are really enjoying this game mode. And I did it last night for the first time as well. So I did like two or three rounds with barcode. Um, and I was on the winning team. I was on the losing team. It feels good. It is a lot of fun. Um, it is super, super cool. Everyone's talking to each Mm. other. Everyone's having a good time. Um, people are like super excited to do it. I would say that the rewards are still not high enough because they allow you to pop consumables in the game mode. So like, Oh, you're, you're spending 60 mil a life. You know what I mean? It is uncapped gear, oh. and you're dropping you're dropping all the big boy consumables, bro. Like you are you are oh, going. Oh, you doing in. that like you know in actual GBGs too, like outside the world? So <sighs> not necessarily. Like if you're getting zerked, bro, I'm not popping elixirs. You're crazy right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like this, as far as like paying people for like this competitive like ranked mode, um, like GBG system goes, it is more silver than we've seen before. But I still don't feel like it is mm-hmm. enough because you're spending so much on the game mode that like you end up only making about two to 300 million an hour, um, hmm. like off the game mode. I will say that the queue system seems pretty solid. I'm not entirely certain that the MMR system is working the way that it's supposed to, um, because Cho Nation and Black Rose, which are the top two uh, on North America, I believe as of this moment, I don't even think they've uh-huh. fought each other yet. I think oh. they're dodging each other. That's what I was uh, reading in some they're random discussions. They're not dodging each other. Both are of the... dodging each other intentionally. They're... Nobody's dodging each other intentionally. And you can prove that just because you can tell mm-hmm. by how many matches they've played to this point. You can tell. Literally, they've played the maximum number of matches that you are allowed to play. No one is skipping or trying to dodge cues with each other. We're all just queuing up and, and, and just rolling into it. Um, and so, like, I... I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't know if the MMR just system is is it working super great? Because like barcode will, yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get player to get paired against Black Rose, and then we'll get paired against uh, a guild that's like you know ranked thirty five. You know what I mean? And, like Barco's like number five right now. Um, hmm. Like, I'm not sure if the MMR system's not working properly or RNG. what. But it is PDO, so it is RNG. But like, um, <laughs> I it is concerning when you you fight a guild that's that far kind of down on the ladders because like we yeah. want people to continue doing this, right? In NA. There were like, I think there were 55 guilds that had already participated. You need to understand, that's a lot of participation. Yeah. For a game mode that requires you to have at least 10 people online basically all the time. Um, I'm curious if it's... Uh, uh, let me see if I can find it. Alliance member status, guild boss subjugation, guild league. Here we go. Uh, if I look at uh, EU here, uh, I'm looking at... Orca Ben Limited, and if we go all the way down to the bottom, there are 61 guilds in the 60. 60- Temptation is not having a super great time, but maybe they are. They're one and eight. 
They're the 61st guild on this list, which means they've played nine matches with at least 10 peoples in every match. This is a lot of PvPers enjoying this game mode. This mm. is like the majority of the scene. If you look at AOS, there's maybe 2,000 people for each region that really do AOS. Like this is at least half of them have done this game mode within the first like 48 hours that the game mode has basically existed. I'm telling you, man, people really enjoy this thing. It is super cool. Like the Shies are all super excited about it because they are absolutely essential to it. It's got its own little metagame. Every class seems uh, relatively viable except for Ranger. Uh, screw those people anyway. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, like we're all just having such a great time with it. Um, and yeah. like you do get consumables and stuff with it too. And I think that overall the level of open world toxicity, um, like not GVGs, but toxicity uh, has decreased mm -hmm. as well in the last few days uh, that I've been grinding. Like I, people have just reported that, they, mm -hmm. hey man, people used to bother me all the time at this grind zone. Then they're just doing the guild league now instead of just mm -hmm. constantly griefing me at my grind zone, which is a W. I mean, I, I, I mentioned in the past before that um, there was a lot of like grievances in the PVP community. And the reason why, like some people gave the reason that the reason why they're doing all like this griefing is because they're trying to find some sort of PVP. They're trying to find that PVP content to do. And now that there's PVP content and that's helping with that situation. All I can say is that I'm really happy as a PVE or I'm happy for the PVP people because <laughs> I've been happy with whatever they've been giving well, me as a PVE. -er. Jay, and are so you interested I, in doing I, the I, game I, mode? You play Shy, right? Uh, like, like in Wusa and stuff. Are I you do interested play in Shy? I, I mean, I, I, from what I've seen, like, it's not really like my cup of tea. I'll give it a chance. I mean, I'll like try it if out. If it makes you feel better, Notorious but... is like ranked 78 out of 79 guilds. So like, you're probably going to play against <laughs> bad players. Like, oh, okay. That makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because yeah, when um... this first got announced, a lot of uh, PVPers I was talking to were like, oh, this is mm -hmm. stupid. Why are they They're adding doomy. this? Da, da, da. Yeah, there's so many doomers. And I was like, guys, just wait. Give just try it, try it out. Give it a chance. You have no idea mm. what you're willing to do. Like, it, it gets me so far. And same thing with War of the Roses. Everybody's like, oh, God, blah, blah. This is going to suck. 300, 300 is going to like. And it's like, it's so irritating. We get a wall of just like disgust when anything new is coming out. And then it comes out and then they taste it and they're like, Mm, this oh, is pretty, pretty good. good. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I like this. It's like give it a freaking chance, man. Uh, Come on. So I'm I'm happy to see everybody's enjoying it. I'm happy to see the feedback immediately was taken into uh, War of the Roses, and they're looking at that. And honestly, I hope they they just got to keep listening to feedback, which it's it's been on an upturn for the first. And even yeah, the, for the even first global time lab changes in, like for the first time in seven uh -huh. years, it do be like it do feel like they actually listening to uh, to player feedback. Listen, it took them a hot minute last year to kind of get the ball rolling. You know, they got land in the morning light and people were like, eh. and then, you know, we had the later, you know, we had the Lakita expansion, we had everything. And then, like, you know, mm -hmm. the announcements from this Calpheon ball and everything else that, listen, BDO's up big. They just got to, it's just going to take some time. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, like, I think that, like, what I like so much about the, the GVG system is that you can get really sweaty with it or you can just chill out, go in and bang some matches mm -hmm. in. You know what I mean? Like, Barcode fought Ethereum last night, and everyone was like, all right, boys, lock in. You know what I mean? And you know that Ethereum was thinking the exact same thing. And that was like a sweaty match, and it was just like 15 minutes. There wasn't any BM. Everyone just like, it was a 15v15, just flat out. Uh, we completely destroyed them. Um, but like, it was just fun, you know? And I think that like, they queued up again. Did they lose? Yeah. But like, they're just going to queue up again. So are mm -hmm. we. It's just a good time. We got absolutely bulldozed. By black rose 
like legitimately bulldozed in the game. We were like, Welp. And then we got mm. Dandy in the next round and we're like, let's go. Like it mm. was <laughs> It was just it's just a fun time. And I think that it brings people together in the game for more mm. reasons than just Node Wars and Siege. Right? right. It brings more than yeah. three to five people together for more than just Node Wars and Siege. And like yeah. that felt really good to be able to hop in the call with the boys and play meaningfully. I they were like, there was no shies last night and they wanted to go so bad. I was like, well, technically I could just like untag my armors and then like keep the scholar tagged, but like move everything to their shy. And they're like, Are you willing to do that for us? Because we would totally want you to do and so like I, I i did and i just started playing shy i played shy for us because we had no shies and you can't do the game mode without shies uh which brings up an interesting point shy is too powerful um like i shy is just way too strong 3v3 15v15 large-scale pvp it's just too much i think that Any they need party to... content shy just exponentially improves the party overall it's it's no it's, it's really just powerful. too good it's just too I good I think like, if they keep the PVE stuff like the way it is, just maybe in PvP reduce the effects, because I feel like no, yeah, no, no, the sentiment no. is... Really? No, no, no. You I, don't think I just think... nerfing it a little bit? No, no, no. Well, it's not that I want to take all the powers away from the shy, right? Like, I want them to feel like an impactful support. I just don't want them to be mm. an overwhelmingly nef... Like, like... You have to have... Not, like, you right. have to have it or you yeah. can't play PvP. Like, I feel like, the effects, untapped, were like, uh, so I feel like if the effects were reduced enough, it wouldn't be too bad. But it, well, I don't know. I feel like all the PvE that effects are PvE. based around that. Correct. Well, that's what I'm saying. They would have to change the effect only in PvP. Just like how we have PvP reductions, they could just have effect Correct. reductions when relating to PvP, I feel. I would love to see them take yeah. away some of the buff uh, in PvP just like that. Don't touch the PvE with the buff right. because in PvE, it would just have dramatic implications for her ability to do PvE. So don't do that but right. lower it in pvp but more than that yeah you take some strength away from that ability to pvp but give the shies a way to be like proactive supports you know mm -hmm. we've talked about this before mm -hmm. where it's like i want to see more alistar i want to see more leona i want to see more blitzcrank i want to see an initiator levels of support for coming out of the shy take away the ridiculously busted um like buffs that you have going on that are just way over the top and then move that power to like an initiate system right like yeah we wouldn't feel it's mm -hmm. necessarily as required i think that that would be really cool um like in a better mm -hmm. take maybe they just try to kind of try to do that in another class and like blonde said they just tone down uh the buffs mm -hmm. in pvp but even still they, i'll be honest um, even if they reduce it to 10 if they cut those buffs in half across the board shy is still giving all of the players 50% or 50 gear score mm -hmm. basically so right now you're giving your all your players a hundred more gear score mm -hmm. like like it's if you cut it in if you cut the effectiveness in half it's still 50 gear score it's too much you still required like we, there's just not a mm -hmm. super great way to fix this which is why I think they just need to go a different direction with shy altogether um like mm -hmm. it's just it's just rough it's just rough I was like, gonna suggest maybe they should add like right now shy has basically one spec maybe they need to add a different spec for it like a more proactive spec yeah but then they still gotta they still gotta nerf the buffs then they got it they gotta nerf this is too much like it bro we we actually just gotta redesign the whole spec yeah i mean if you go at this point if you go into this this new gvg or if you go into aos even and the enemy team has a shy yeah they're up you know what i mean in tournaments we see the best in guild tournament every single team in like the round of eight had a shy Every single team that didn't have a shy was knocked out immediately. 
basically mm-hmm. almost immediately within a round or two like like you're seeing it in large scale pvp your guild doesn't have a shy it's over it's too much like as much as shy mains might complain that that like oh i mean we feel super useful you're way too useful you're way more impactful than every single other <laughs> class in the game no one cares yeah. about having a valkyrie when you could have a shy like would you rather have a, a succession sage or another shy i'd rather have a shy like it's just that simple yeah. in in every case it's just too impactful the class just needs to be nerfed um flat out and i think that like they should take it in a different direction um maybe yeah like you said they can make it a whole different spec but then they still have to nerf the mm-hmm. uh the buffing aspect of the class but like like i said it, the, the game mode really kind of highlights the fact that that shy is just really really too strong right now uh in pvp but like aside from that uh and also the rewards again not being high enough um Dang, man, that game was a lot of fun. And it was a huge win for PvPers mm-hmm. on top of War of the Roses. PvPers are huge right now. And I, that's, I can't believe the words yeah. coming out of my mouth. It's the first time I've been able to say <laughs> that in like eight months, bro. Before, if you said if you said anything about, I love the one-sided deck changes, they were like, heresy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, people would, like, the people would, like, hiss at you. Um, and people got super <laughs> upset about it. It's the first time I've seen those same PvPers be like, Okay, we kind of happy with this. They're not dooming anymore. Exactly. Yeah, like okay, yeah, we kind of happy with this. The first this time. W. For the first time in forever. Okay, I'm done. Um okay, uh all right. Yeah, we've definitely gone we've definitely gone over time. So I'm going to ask you guys uh for closing thoughts here. Uh based on what we've talked about today, whether you want to talk about more of the roses, uh character progression like we talked about before or even the GBG mm-hmm. system there. Uh, we'll start with Blonde, since I started with you first last time. Uh, BDS up big. PvP's up big. Keep listening. They keep listening to feedback, and it's it's good. Uh, it'd be nice if they give us a reason to level or skill points, or at least showed like veteran status or how much you've invested in a class in certain ways through like you know the skill stuff we talked about. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah, kind of a W all around. I feel. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, give give your uh, give your shout out the the, the outro. Oh, uh, twitch.tv slash blonde. I'm grinding for the merchant ring. If my internet ever Let's fixes. Hey, it was fine during the podcast. We're yeah, done. it'll yeah. just crash uh, during the dungeon and you'll lose crystals. Yeah, I, my media did have a not a. It didn't fully crash. It just it does this weird like it's like a lag spike, I guess, where it just goes down to like one megabyte upload. Everything freezes and then I die and then. Then it goes back to normal. Will, will you be fine for the the dungeon? Yeah, yeah, I think I'll be all right. Yeah, okay. So, it's just it's just one of those annoying things that comes out of nowhere. Mm. Right on. Uh, and Jacob, closing thoughts is uh, I'm definitely gonna try to tend the next War of Roses. Hopefully, um, yes, uh, please do. Yes. And hopefully, my my plus one fail stack from not attending this week was <laughs> it's it's every two weeks right if, uh, if I'm, yep. uh, oh, god i wish it was every week i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> man like that's how wow. fun that was like i wish it was every week mm-hmm. that's, um, what I've heard. Well, that's what i've heard i would do it every week i'm happy that the pvp content we've gotten has received a lot of feedback because i remember in the last like literally like the for the last like four old moon podcasts like there's so there were so many pvpers like dooming and dooming <laughs> mm-hmm. um and it was really sad because like I, I i i'm not the most into the pvp content but i want everybody in the bdo community to jay's empathetic game. And so, jay's empathetic game. <laughs> he, he sees also, other people being sad he cries for them <laughs> yeah also i'm uh, planning to redebut a new vtuber model next week so um you can find me over at jaycoon Freak twitch.tv slash jkinvt v before the t <laughs> right on okay let's go 
Tyler. Let's go. Honestly, nailed that outro for the most part there. No. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Honestly, you got me saying it too. Whenever somebody's like, hey, how does Awakening Wusa do in the game or whatever? It's like, you need to take out Jaycoon VTV before the team. That's how I say it to him. It's crazy. It's like I'm trained yeah, like a dog. Word. Yeah, I'm like trained all like a word. dog, bro. It's crazy. Um, no. But uh, I am Blue Squadron. There's always something happening on this channel um, and, and my YouTube channel. There's two new YouTube videos every day. We stream like 45-ish uh, hours or so a week. Uh, and honestly, we're going to have to change the stream day too. Um, I'm probably going to have to start streaming on Sundays um, just because War of the Roses is on Sunday and we're streaming War of the Roses. Um, like that's how dedicated I am to playing that game mode. It sounds super fun. So like uh, we'll probably have to change that up a little bit. We're basically live though every single day. We're always doing more stuff um up next we have our dungeons we got react content we got um global lab patch we got to go over we didn't even get to talk about that on the podcast um and we got all kinds of stuff to do today so and we probably got some naraka blade point later so from all of us here at the old moon podcast make sure you guys check us out on spotify and apple Podcasts. hit that follow button you can listen to it in the car on the way to work that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to give people video content that they can listen to uh, while they're on the go, while they're at work and stuff. You can catch it basically on every platform. It's on my YouTube channel. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. So go check all that out, guys. From all of us here at the Old Moon Podcast, have a great rest of your week.